Welcome to the Tri-State Space Program. I am Jake the Astronaut. This is the, I don't know, the sixth episode of this podcast, I think. And I got Nate Haynes sitting here with me. And uh, he was on the first episode with another buddy of mine, Jesse Reininger. But now it's just him. And he and I are uh, actually in this kind of project together. Um, We're about to start shooting some videos. So uh, we'd like to start talking about that and see what else the conversation turns into. Why, hello, friends. <laughs> so, like NPR or something. Yeah. <laughs> Terry Gross. Uh, <laughs> Terry Gross. Yeah. Man, I, I would love to interview Terry Gross. Mark Marin did. It was pretty fantastic. She would probably fantastic. have some, some pretty interesting things to say, I would imagine. I guarantee she would. Um, she uh, Actually, I listened to it, and she did. But I guarantee <laughs> she would if... I sat down and talked to her. I guess is the way I was thinking about it. I should have clarified. The questions you would ask. Exactly. Uh, well, so we're making these videos. It's, uh, the working title is Kosher Carl and Pure Pete, and it's based on two characters that were in a music video of one of the bands I'm in called Itter. Uh, that's the band name. The video, uh, the video was for the song Obvious Oblivion, and... It was pretty much we're just stalking people in the video, and uh, Nate helped out with that. Him and his uh, girlfriend, his lady, came out, and uh, they helped us with a lot of shots down by the river, actually. We went down down there, yeah, that and was fun. we stalked I, his girlfriend like down there. <laughs> we stalked you uh, yeah. in an alley. And then I helped you guys stalk her. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Actually, the shot you got was probably the steadiest of all of them. Like, oh, yeah, steady-handed. Yeah. You know, when you don't have anything to steady the camera, you got to, you know, hold your wrist and put some tension and stuff. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of tough doing video. Oh, yeah. I, that's, that's why I'm excited about the, uh, the shoulder rig I'm going to get. Yeah. Because that's going to keep it super steady. Yeah. Like, and it's like, uh, I don't know, I think like 110 bucks. Oh, really? And, uh, I think you can pay like another 25 bucks for like a counterweight. And apparently, like everybody says, it's like friggin' amazing. So, really? like good super, reviews, and super everything. steady. Yeah. Oh, it's got like four point nine stars or really? something on Amazon. That's so. awesome. That must mean uh, it's easy to use because yeah, a lot of people yeah. going on Amazon for any product are are probably novices <laughs> in what they're doing. So if if every novice thinks it's good. That means it's probably good yeah. for, for us starting out. Wait, which sucks, because if it's a complicated product, they're like, I gave it one star because I'm fucking dumb. <laughs> That's true, yeah. You, like, you're always uh, going to get that, though. You get that with, like, uh, certain no-brainer things, like certain, even, like, uh, album reviews, you know? Like, oh, people right. are like, I don't like this, and it's like, but you don't yeah. understand it. That's yeah. why you don't like yeah. it, is because it's past you. I don't think I like this Ziggy Stardust thing. He's weird. I don't like One these star. goddamn Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, I'm I'm not actually a huge Beatles fan. But. Oh, it's like the same thing when people go like to a... Uh, okay, it'll be like a atheist debates uh, other atheist. Yeah. And I've then like that, it'll yeah. just be something like that like has nothing to do with anybody else. Right. And then some Christian will be like, well, this is ridiculous. <laughs> what, I, I'm down them in this video and it's like yeah. why did you come here and watch something you know you're gonna hate right <laughs> well you're just fucking up the ratings that's like if i went on rush limbaugh's you know youtube 
sample video right. and was like, you know you hate I it already. totally disagree <laughs> with this, but I know I'm going to disagree with that. It's, or if I watched a Black Eyed Peas video and, you know, I know I hate them, so it's it's okay. Yeah, like it. yeah. I, I feel like there's, like, that's actually touching on something kind of interesting is, like, the troll culture. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to, I don't know if that's a word already, troll culture, but if it's I, not, I I'm going to coin it. You should, yeah, get I some money that on term. that. Yeah. Troy, tro- uh, trollculture.com. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, trademarked, uh, copyrighted. But it should be. That's, I don't know, man. Like, troll culture is out of freaking control right now. It's, really? it's It's all over the place. I, I mean, I've seen a lot of it. It's it's really terrible. What are some examples that um, you've seen that just really was, outraged you? Okay, there was actually uh, before I realized it was somebody being a troll. There was this uh, alternative news outlet page on Facebook that posted this infographic. Yeah, that and you know it's obviously somebody's opinion, but oh. they presented it as fact, and it was like uh, uh, religions that cram their uh, religious beliefs down people's throats. Okay. And it was a pie chart and it okay. had like nine like two percent of it said Christian and ninety eight percent of it said atheists. Wow. I was like, what the fuck? You know? Really? This is like insane, you know? Atheists don't need to proselytize. You right. Know? <laughs> well that's that's what I ended up saying was like, you know, look, obviously atheism is not a religious belief. It's a it's a lack of belief in in what I said, which is probably mean. A lack of belief in fairy tale bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, they they might take that a little you know, harsh. Yeah, people got mad or whatever. I don't care. I don't really I'm not in the habit of apologizing for things like that. Yeah. Which is another thing you can get me on later about comedians who apologize about things they've oh, said. Man. Fuck those guys. Yeah, really. But I say if you say it and that's how you feel, then fuck everybody else. Apparently, but, I don't know if you've heard this, Amy Schumer got in trouble. It was a while back she got in trouble. I heard about that. Something about uh actually I don't know. I haven't seen the tweet, but I've been told about it. She said something about I, I used to date Mexicans, but now I just like consensual sex or something like that. And so, as obviously is a joke yeah, against uh, against white people saying that oh, all Mexicans are racist. Uh, Donald Trump, Trump against Trump. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. But uh, the person I talked to said they didn't know if it was a Trump. Uh, it would have. If it to was be. in the aftermath of the Trump thing. Well, because that was like just a couple weeks after Donald Trump oh, said that her uh, Mexicans oh, you are saw rapists, it, like, basically. Her tweet? No, like I didn't her, see it. I I was reading an article about it. Oh, okay, okay. Then and, maybe uh, it, it definitely is. It was then. like right after Trump. I mean, I don't think they mentioned it in the article, but it's wow. pretty obvious yeah, that it, that's what it is. Yeah. Like, you and know, she's it's commentary on did a social she issue. Did she apologize? I don't know. I think she came would, out and clarified, but I Oh, is that what it is? is? Kind of what he made me think like uh, in the conversation I had about it, he was like, yeah. he said she, you know, uh, he said she apologized, but I don't know. Mm. She, she may have come out and said, hey, obviously this is a tongue-in-cheek, like, sarcastic, right. satirical right. remark. Like, I'm Amy Schumer. Like, I, <laughs> that's my whole thing. Like, I'm a dirty comedian. Why wouldn't <laughs> she come out and say that? Yeah, like, it's a fucking joke, man. Like, I don't know. I, You know, I, I would assume that the, the best answer for something like that was if you don't get it then my brand of comedy is not for you. Move along. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't get that? Who doesn't understand that that that's uh, a, a that she's making fun of the fact that? See, uh, I, I immediately when he issue. said that, yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah. Trump 
that's got to be a Trump thing. That's yeah. got to be. But then he was like, I don't know. So I, I wasn't in my mind. I wasn't framing it like uh, that. But apparently just, it is. Yeah, she. There's a lot of things uh, that are Trump things. <laughs> oh my God! Have you seen the memes where he's got a hat on and they have put different shit on his hat? No, I have like, not. They just whited out the front of his That's hat. That's got to be a very recent thing, right? Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah, it's in the wake yeah. of his you know remarks. There's been a lot of memes about him. The internet yeah. is just you know uh, bustling with Donald Trump jokes, yeah, which like I find the, awesome. I oh yeah, how is he a serious oh dude presidential candidate? He's a like, joke. At the uh, White House Correspondence Center, I think it was the, that one guy was like, "Oh, so uh, Donald Trump has decided he's running as a uh, as a Republican," which uh, I, don't, I don't know. It was uh, which surprised me because I thought he was running as a joke. Oh man, it was pretty harsh. And it was, but it was good though. That that's like probably one of my favorite jokes I've heard over the past number of months, because yeah. he was there. Oh, and they okay, zoomed okay. in on his face, and he, he wasn't happy. <laughs> yeah, he's never happy though. <laughs> Even when he smiles. Oh, burn, Trump. <laughs> Need some aloe vera for that sick burn you just got. <laughs> well, prep, judging prep by his skin <laughs> tone, he's always kind of in a burned oh, yeah. state. You know, yeah. oh, that or a sprayed state. I can't tell which one it is. Oh, it could be either or. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell when you're uh, that dark. When you're that artificially dark, it's like, dude, I'm white. I'm I'm dealing with it. Like, it's funny how yeah. he makes he he had all those comments against Mexicans, and this motherfucker has the most artificially brown skin of anyone you see on TV. Like, <laughs> dude, you're adding melanin. You know, it's, it's like he's got an inferiority complex or yeah. something. So he's like trying to bring him down to his level. Like, he's yeah. like, I can't stand hardworking. Like darker skinned people so with I'm gonna full make... heads of dark hair <laughs> <laughs> who don't wear raccoons on their head yeah. or like <laughs> fox skin or something I don't know what the fuck that's made of right <laughs> he says it's his real hair but oh, I don't know I don't know, know about that that's... man that's a weird haircut to keep. I would be awfully surprised if I grabbed the top of his head and pulled and it didn't go anywhere right <laughs> and it actually really hurt surprised. him <laughs> yeah yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you'd yeah. have to do it while he was asleep, though. Yeah. Because yeah. I think if he was awake, he would know what you were doing. It'd be like, "Ow, that hurts," but yeah. he would like have glued it there. <laughs> yeah, so. the glue tearing would actually. <laughs> so you'd have to like film him or something while he's asleep, or you know, secret cameras or something. Yeah. I don't think he's got. If hair his on whole his head. yeah, like if if you did that though, like maybe the glue is like holding his entire skin on, and then you just see he just falls into a skeleton type man i don't know he's, he's an odd character. he's just a weird guy i don't know how he's to feel very about weird it. the only jokes i can make are really weird jokes about him because he's a he's a character but not one that i look up to at all yeah. a bunch of people i see people on facebook that are like oh i love donald trump uh, he's you know fucking jokes too <laughs> yeah they, yeah well some of them it seems serious like i i know this person and i know they're relatively conservative uh. and it's like you're you really think Donald Trump would be good for our country and you really think that Obama's the worst thing ever and it's like I don't like Obama I'm not a fan right I used right. to be I got caught up in the wave you know but yeah, yeah. then once he signed the Monsanto Protection Act uh, during the same-sex marriage right. debacle uh, I say debacle because it wasn't actually legalized at the time this was a couple years ago and then after that it was like man you know, people should be able to, to fight against Monsanto, uh, uh, if only just the farmers. 
that are being taken advantage of. Not necessarily like people who are like, man, I want to know if GMOs are in my food. And it's like, it would be easier to label things that didn't have GMOs in them. Yeah, but that's the greatest travesty of the whole situation is that uh, a lot of local farmers... Uh, you know, go anywhere in America where there used to be small farms and they're almost all gone now because yeah. of companies. And it's not just Monsanto. You know, I, I don't really think GMOs are scary or bad for you. I don't give a fuck. I think they're good. But the way that companies use them can be bad. So you've got yeah. Monsanto, for example, that's like, oh, well, your uh, your crop has our patented gene in it because <laughs> yeah. it flew on the fucking wind from a yeah. farm half a mile down the road, a we own all your is, crops now. Yeah. It's fucked up. And yeah, that process are, has taken place forever, too. That's It's insane. Yeah. People are going bankrupt. They're losing their land. Uh, mm-hmm. Larger corporations are absorbing their land. It's This is not a place for small farmers anymore. I grew up on a small farm. Yeah. So And they're struggling. My, my stepfather and mother are struggling so hard right now. It's hard work so. to be struggling like that. It like in, in a lot of other professions, if you work that hard, you're making a lot more money. But uh, farming has just become a, a thing where the big, you know, the big conglomerates mm-hmm. are just taken over. It's, it well, that's, sucks. That's even like with the um, government subsidies for corn. Yeah. That hurts people like my stepfather, who mm-hmm. used to grow a shit ton of corn, you know, and now he only grows it for his livestock, uh, you know, which, which I firmly disagree with livestock anyways. I don't believe in killing animals. But anyway, I want to get into that actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh but yeah, it's it, government subsidies for corn. I mean, it's so cheap to buy an ear of corn from the, you know, from the store. Yeah. You know, but people are getting paid so little for corn now that the small farmer who doesn't have a thousand acres, you know, can't It's not worth it for him it, anymore. And they don't yeah. make any money from it. It's it's uh, really fucking terrible. It that is fucking terrible. I I don't know. I'm I wanted to get into uh, your because I feel like a lot of times in Middle America, um, people who really have this ethical um, this ethical way of living their lives, mm-hmm. they they don't really get a lot of attention around here. And in LA, there's a lot of vegans, yeah, right. yeah. but a lot of those vegans are vegan just to be vegan and to, to right. say that they are, right? Not for the actual like uh, ethical like moral. Well, there's plant based dieters and there's vegans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. Two separate. A lot of them yeah. are are like, well, um, they they eat vegetables and uh, fruits because they've been told to. Not no. you know we we call those people. In the smaller vegan circles that I'm a part of, uh, the level ten vegans. Oh, okay. Because they like to be more vegan than you. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, they argue with you. Yeah, they're like brag about it. Yeah. Like, Do you even grind your own flour, bro? And you're <laughs> like, uh, no. Because who fucking does that besides the Amish? Yeah, really. You know, you churn your own butter, bro. <laughs> I, I That's I would, an obvious joke to me. Yeah, yeah, right. But what? I, I, I don't have a problem. I actually think it would be really cool to be able to. To grind my own flour, that would be awesome. But I, I don't have time for all that. I can't yeah. weave my own clothing, and you know, it's like I mean, these guys are living in their like four hundred thousand dollar houses, you know, in L.A. Just pumping air conditioning talking, in there, talking yeah. shit about you know me not being as as good a vegan as they are, and it's like, dude, like you, you do the best with what you got. That's exactly. really what veganism is about. Is is it's a scale. You do the best with what you got. It's hard around here because that's what I want to get into. You know, hardly any any restaurants around here accommodate uh, vegan lifestyle. 
you know, so you can't just go to McDonald's and get something vegan to eat. Yeah. Their fries aren't vegan because the, a lot of times, oh, they say they should be because, oh, we, we fry them in separate oils. Well, that's not the fucking case because I used to work at McDonald's. I know how it is. I worked at Wendy's. They fry everything Wendy's. everywhere. Yeah, they don't they give do. a shit. Yeah. You know? So I, when I go to Taco Bell, for example, you can get something vegan at Taco Bell, like a bean burrito fresco style, for example. Uh, what I get all the time is the uh, the spicy potato taco with yeah. no chipotle and no cheese. And then I tell them I lie, bald faced lie, and tell them I have a dairy allergy wow, because they yeah. have to handle it a different way. Oh, so that okay. way I don't get anything in my well, taco. But it's just if that's the only potatoes. way to get it done, yeah. You know, then it's, and you it's have sad to do it. that you that you can't be like I want my food this way, and they're like, yeah, okay. You know, you're like, I want my taco like this. And they're like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> and then there's fucking 10 pounds of cheese on it. You're like, I yeah. ask for not you bite cheese. In, you bite into it and it's yeah. fucking cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ask for not cheese and this is 10 pounds of cheese, asshole. <laughs> you know, which is even worse because then you're like, well, an animal suffered for this and now I have to throw it away. Because I, I just refuse to eat it anymore. There for yeah. a while I was like, well, I don't want it to go to waste and... You know, I don't want the suffering to be for naught or whatever. <clears throat> but now I, I, like, take it back, and I'm like, I'm not going to eat this. I want it done the right way. Yeah. And then I eagle eye it. I keep my eyes on what the fuck they're doing so nobody spits yeah. in my shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got to watch out for that. Yeah. Especially when yeah. you're paying people who work on food. Oh, yeah. Or who work with food. Uh, you're paying yeah. the minimum wage. Remember, and- everybody who's listening to this, I worked at McDonald's. <laughs> people will spit on your food. I never did that. I refuse to ever do anything either. like that, yeah. but I've seen it. I'm not shitting you. I, I never oh. saw spitting in food. Uh, I, I lucked out, and at the Wendy's that I worked at, it was kind of no. a local little, uh, not not family, but like kind of a close-knit group of people. Oh, so. right, right. So people, uh, everyone there was somewhat vetted yeah. before they were hired. Okay. Yeah, I saw somebody spit on a cop's, uh, on a cop's sandwich. Really? At McDonald's. Oh. Yeah. They said, fuck that, motherfucker. Oh, man. Poof. Like, I mean, it was... <laughs> a Louie, just like oh, a yeah. fucking... Yeah. Covered it with mayonnaise. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah, it was Sorry, <laughs> that police officer, whoever you are. It was bad. It was bad. No, I, I, I mean, if... <laughs> that's a subtle way to get at police brutality, I guess, but... <laughs> give them some brutally yeah. spit-on food. Oh, man. It was bad. Uh, I don't, that's not the way to go about it, though. Committing one crime <laughs> to, you know, solve others. Is, yeah, it's a, well, work, you know, two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah. You know, of course. Not not always the case, but most of the time. <laughs> As a general yeah. rule, you can, you know. The vast majority of the time, that's, you know, two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah. Especially when you're talking about, you know, poisoning people's food with your... Uh, your biocontamination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not going to hurt them. I guess poisoning is a harsh word for that, but vandalizing uh, people's food, maybe. It's pretty terrible. Well, I mean, it, it could potentially be dangerous. You know, I mean, there's. Uh, Depending on what you have. Yeah. yeah, there's viruses and things, you know, and sicknesses, That's diseases. True. Shit that you carry that will affect someone right. else right. worse. Yeah. I, uh,. What what restaurants around here do accommodate the vegan lifestyle? Okay, there's a, a Taste of India, which is... Uh, I haven't been there for a while, but they're very good about that sort of thing. That's awesome. Um, <clears throat> they were go- going to uh, have a vegan menu, 
I don't know if they've actually instituted that yet or not, but you can just ask them what's vegan, and they've got like 10 different dishes that are vegan. That's awesome. It's fucking great. And that's that's one of the best places. Uh, Taco Bell has like two vegan options, and then uh, plus Cinnamon Twist, I think. And then, um, let's see, there's actually the, uh, the walk and roll. Okay. Right down yeah, the road yeah, from yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I go there a lot, and uh, I just ask the first couple times, you know, oh, I just want to make sure that there's no animal products, and they're like, yeah, not a problem. We got you taken care of. So That's every awesome. time I go, this is actually really cool. Every time I go, I give them a $5 tip. It's like a 50% tip. So I pay $15 for a $10 meal, yeah. and they're always like, oh, thank you so much. And the owner lady, okay. she's like, oh, Oh, we can't lose this guy. He's a good customer. Like she tells the people that are working there that you know. I'm like, hell yeah, that's what's up. You know, yeah, that's awesome. And um, so she actually, there's so there's going to be another restaurant now because they're opening another restaurant. And she pulled me aside one day and was like, hey, you're a really good customer here, and I just want to let you know that we're going to make sure there's stuff on the the menu that you can eat. I was like, that's fucking cool, you know? That I'm is cool. one guy making a difference. At a local you know? place yeah. like that, that's how it how it's handled. And all it all it has cost me is is honestly probably like a hundred bucks. I probably paid a hundred bucks. But over the course place. of some months or whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some I mean, weeks it's been like seven months or something since yeah. I've been eating there. You know, like probably this is so terrible because I know it's so fattening. It's probably really terrible for me, but uh, yeah, probably like four times a month. Oh yeah, I. Sometimes more than that. Dude, that's there. awesome, though. That yeah. I mean, it's so. uh, you gotta indulge. I feel mm. like the the people that that are so rigorous uh, with their diet, right? Like every single day, and they never take, they never have like a little vacation from yeah. it. I feel like a lot of those people I run into are not happy people Be- uh, a because lot of them they are, have yeah. a lot. They have this such a stringent thing, and they yeah. say. Well, yeah, if you have a better diet and if you exercise, then you'll feel better as a person. Yeah. But I feel like, uh, yeah, to an extent. Yeah. Even that in, needs to be taken in some moderation <laughs> just because you're going to, you know, it's like They're if like, you're... Come, I'm going to live 10 long years, 10, 10 years longer than you, 10 long, miserable years. Yeah, exactly, where you're still <laughs> shitting yourself. And yeah, <laughs> Sam Kennison has a bit about that, actually, really good. Uh, about, he's like, uh, well, yeah, I don't smoke or anything, I'm... I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna live longer than you. Yeah, but who wants to live those years? You know, like I don't <laughs> not remember, smoking, I, I can't not do Sam Kennison justice. Yeah, not exactly. Eating fatty foods and I think there are just know. people who have. I think it exists in the world that there are people who have genetics that they can yeah. just they can live. They're they're going to live till 120. Oh yeah, they're not yeah. gonna get cancer. Their heart's gonna be fine. Yeah, no matter what they do to it, unless they just straight just totally go off the edge on some drug or whatever it is. Well, you know, you hear the guys that are like, oh, my grandmother, she lived until she was 98, and she smoked a pack a day and ate bacon twice a day for, you know, for two meals a day. Nothing but bacon, bacon, you know? And you're like, Jesus fucking Christ, like, why? (laughs) Why would you do... But really kind of got to ask yourself, would she have lived to 110, 115? She may have. Who knows? It's hard to say. She may have. But... Uh, the I know the oldest man in the world at one point was in Japan, and they asked him, oh, right. "What is you know what? How did you do this?" He ate, like mushrooms and something else, right? Yeah, or? something like that. And, and well, that was part of it. I think yeah. it, 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 that was part of the interview at least. And but he was like, "No, I smoke and I drank, and <laughs> I uh, and it's something about about loose women or about." <laughs> About, uh, I would mean, I would imagine he means uh, fast women. Yeah, yeah fast yeah. women. That's what it was. Yeah. Fast women. 
Uh, but that is a term that they used to use, and I yeah, think in the loose. 50s or 60s, yeah, yeah, yeah. Women. Loose means yeah. like, uh, you know, promiscuous. Yeah, like, fast you know, women. But DTF. Now it, now it means like hot dog in a hallway. And yeah, yeah. Back then it just meant we'll have sex. Loose didn't mean yeah. their <laughs> vagina was loose. I mean, I can come out and say it. That there's no uh, FCC regulation on this podcast. But no, uh, no, they, they meant they're, you know, nowadays, I think people take it too literally. Like, we literally mean loose, like... Like flappy vagina. Yeah, exactly. Like Arby's sandwich situation. Yeah, no. But, the, I mean, back then it was just loose, like... Like loose... Uh, like, not tight. Like, if you're tight with your with it, then... Loose with her morals. Yeah, exactly. Boom. Loose morals. There yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what they meant. I'm gonna switch chairs. Alright. This is really oh, creaky. Is it creaky? Yeah. yeah. I don't like it. Also, this cable is, I noticed, was kind of in your way a little bit. Oh, it's okay. I don't, to, I don't care about cable. Mitigate that, but so, so you got a couple places you can go to. Sounds like Asian cuisine. Do you, do you think that Asian cuisine, just in general, kind of uh, uh, leads it or lends itself to to the vegan lifestyle a little um, more? I think that they're more open to it um, because you have to consider that uh, in Asiatic countries the populations are much higher. Especially okay. in, in China. I think there's something like 1.3 billion people. I yeah. think that's what it currently is in China. Huh. Which, that's a shit ton of people, you know. Yeah. And you have to consider that there's, with all those people, there's not always enough land for all the meat that oh, you yeah. want to raise, you know. I mean, and you've got fish and that sort of thing, um, which are... Fifty percent of them are gone now since the seventies. By the way, really, uh, fish oh, yeah. everywhere. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Fifty percent of the fish in the ocean are gone since the nineteen seventies. Like population numbers. Yes, population numbers. And really? Yes, since the seventies. How did they do that? Just sample o- size, like a, you okay, know, well, yeah. and that sort. Of, and you know, uh, we're dumping trash in the ocean. You okay. know, I, it's. I mean, it's just. It's really simple stuff. Like if you had a uh, hundred dogs. And you started dumping trash on them all the time <laughs> and and killing nine out of ten of them. How many do you think you'd have left in a year? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's just like really yeah. obvious shit. And people yeah. are like, oh, there's no problem. Everything's good. It's like, no, it's not, man. Like, it's half not the fish are gone. And then, you know, I, and I, like I said, I, I don't even agree with eating fish. You know, those, mm. I think pescatarians do that. Um, okay, so what? Okay. But, uh, I don't want to play. I'm, I'm not trying to play devil's advocate. Be, yeah. I, I'm not being obstinate toward you, uh, but just sure. Just the yeah. the just explain your philosophy on the difference between plants and animals, and the fact that you can raise that that you believe it's ethical sure. to raise uh, plants, and then you know, well, I guess you don't kill them necessarily. Well, you, you do. You kill plants. Yeah. Well, not you do. I guess most of the time you probably do. With yeah, most plants, you I, do. I mean, like, I know some plants you can like harvest. Almond and tree, they, for example, you're not killing almonds or uh, fruit trees necessarily you know, because the tree. That's the fruit of the tree. It's one part, but uh, you know. It, okay, so basically, this is the situation. People say, well, plants have feelings, too. You hear that a lot. Uh, yeah, I have. And uh, it's like, uh, well, no, they don't because they don't have neurons. <laughs> I was the simplest they, explanation <laughs> is that plants That's don't awesome. have fucking brains. Uh, they just don't. And they, you know, and they're, uh, they're some type of uh, 
mimosa plant or something, the, the touch-me-not plant. I'm sure you've seen it. Yeah, yeah. When people touch it, it reacts. And they're like, see, plants feel pain. And it's <laughs> like, no, that's, a, that's an autonomic response, you know, to stimuli. Yeah. Which my cells don't have feelings, unless you're Deepak Chopra and he thinks they do, but he's crazy too. He is. But I'm going to piss everybody off. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I, he is. I've, yeah. I've heard a he's lot. He's fucking nuts. But he says that your, your cells have feelings. Well, they don't. And when you give a cell stimuli, it reacts. But that doesn't mean that it feels pain. Does one neuron uh, feel pain? No. It transmits signals to other cells. Yeah. And all of those cells together as a whole are what give you consciousness. And in that consciousness, you, are, you become aware of pain. So, to have consciousness, which is what we're really talking about here, is it okay to kill something conscious? Plants are not conscious. Animals are. That's why we separate them in, in the hierarchy of life into plants and fungus and, you know, these sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. Protozoa, all those things. <clears throat> and, like, animals, you know, fish and, and mammals and insects and... You know, all these things, they're separate because they have neurons. They, they move around freely. You know, they, yeah. they solve problems to get food. They fuck, yeah. you know. Yeah. Plants don't fuck. They get pollinated. Fucking is the biggest part of it, I think. Yeah. For animals. The difference, you know. Yeah. The I, difference is a fucking... Uh, I mean, I, I'm not a vegan. I don't, I, I'm not a vegetarian sure. even. I've, I mean, you know that. I've, uh, I, I feel like part of the problem for me is just mm. the budget, the budgetary like uh, side of it. I'm sure right. there are definitely cheaper vegan options there now are, yeah. Uh, yeah. than maybe 20 years ago. But, Absolutely. Uh, but it's uh, for my life, it's it just it's so much easier to forget about the effects I'm having on even right. just personally. Well, like, and that's the, the meat I thing, eat is convenience. Uh, a lot of people and in the system that we just live in is more convenient to you can just if you eat meat and eat dairy um and you're not worried about animal products you can go eat anywhere you can go buy any product you want and it doesn't matter yeah but when you and and i'm not saying that people who buy those things are immoral i'm saying they have a different set of morals than i do okay and i I will never look at somebody and say you're evil because you eat meat you know but uh the thing is you know, it's convenient, and I, I don't think that, number one, it's not fair for vegans because there's not enough options. There just aren't, and people will say, well, that's the free market, blah, blah, blah. People want this, but, you know, by that, I counter, well, okay, uh, Jewish people get to have their food labeled. Why can't I have my food labeled? Okay. Vegan, you know, why, yeah. is, why isn't it required that vegans, uh, you know, that there just be a V on anything that's vegan Why, how come we can't have that well and uh, you know? the the companies would probably um with with as popular as uh vegan uh th- that trend because it, it, to an extent it is a trend i mean it's right. a it's a trend of for you it's a trend of people that are figuring it out like that are you know figuring out that like a trend in the actual sense yeah yeah not like a, yeah exactly not trendy not like a, a trucker a hats or yeah. uh you know <laughs> I, I wear them so that's why i know yeah. i'm part yeah. of that trend but uh no like uh i think i think it's a it's a 
Definitely a matter of convenience. That's a big yeah. part of it, I think. And it is. I, if any vegans are listening to this, they're probably like, "What a fucking asshole!" I'm only gonna <laughs> listen to what Nate says instead of this guy. No, no, they they honestly, <coughs> the the vegans that you need to to be concerned about uh, are the ones who say this guy's on his own personal moral journey, and that's really okay. what it's about. Is uh, and it, this is something I like to explain. Is it's about empathy. Okay. So you and I are friends. We have uh, we can be empathetic towards each other. Yeah, uh, that's where morality comes from. You know, mm-hmm. some will argue it comes from God, and others will argue it comes from logic and reason. Yeah, but and you can logically and reasonably realize that morals come from empathy. So when humans were just in, in families, they mm-hmm. they had a connection so they could feel empathy towards each other. When somebody from another group. Yeah. came around, they did not feel empathy because they did not feel connected to those people. Yeah, they didn't know them. So, you know, then it, it became from just families to villages and or to hunter-gatherer groups and then from hunter-gatherer groups to villages, from villages to cities, mm-hmm. uh, cities to states. As we've progressed. And now yeah. we have, you know, the internet and we're <laughs> becoming more connected. You know, we, we had countries and now we have the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, so you were American, you're German, I don't feel empathy yeah. towards you. Fucking die, German. Yeah. You know, do you think that nationalism so, is? Uh, do you think that nationalism in general is kind of back. wasting away? <laughs> but do you think it's wasting away yeah. now that we have the internet? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You it can, is holding you us can back. See it a lot. I agree with it, that. It is holding us back. Statism and, and nationalism is holding us back. America's the best country. <laughs> and have you seen at, the newsroom where at prison? Yeah, <laughs> like, we're, we're the best oh, at prison, dude. Jeff Daniels, the fucking uh, just uh, well, the writer uh, <laughs> who uh, wrote the lines that he delivered. Uh, Put that in there, like, yeah. we're the best at three things. I can't remember the third one. I'm like fucking uh, Rick Perry. What what's that fucking guy's name? Isn't that isn't it Rick Perry, the, uh, the fucking Texas governor? Isn't uh, that his name, Rick? Christie? No, no, no. Uh, that's no. New Jersey. Uh, Rick Perry. Oh wait, isn't that his name? Is it Rick Perry? Or am I getting that yeah, wrong? Yeah, no, Rick Perry. Yeah, I think okay. it is Rick okay. Perry. Uh, Christie, yeah, he's New York, right? Yeah, or New Jersey. New Jersey? Jersey. Okay, yeah, well, it's same Jersey. place. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. They hate each other, but it, to us, it's and New the New same Jersey. place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to us, it's like the Northeast. I told you, I'm going to piss yeah. everybody off. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rick Perry, he was up on stage during a debate, during the 2012 uh, Republican debates or whatever. Chris and he, Christie, that's his he, name. That's his okay, name. Okay, yeah. He was okay, like... He, he said, oh, there's three things we need to take out of the uh, uh, federal budget and Department of Education, Department of uh, – or the EPA, and then he couldn't remember the third one. And I, I'm like him right now. I cannot remember the third one in yeah. that fucking newsroom episode. <laughs> it's the first episode, the opening scene. Yeah. It's like a debate, and Jeff Daniels is in the middle, and it's the, the conservative on one side and the liberal on the other side, and it's him in the middle. And he's like a newscaster, so yeah. I don't know why he's in this debate. But they're asking him, and the, the uh, some girl that is uh, uh, giving her a question, because it's a question and answer period, uh, she's like, what do you think makes America great? Or the best country. Oh, I've and, seen that clip. Yeah, okay. yeah, and yeah. and uh, yeah. yeah, and Jeff Daniels says we're not, we're not the best country yeah. anymore. Or, and uh, he lists three things, and he says we're the best in prison population, we're the best, in, or number of incarcerated, I think is what he says, yeah. and then we're the best in the number of adults that believe angels are real. Yeah. And then he has a third one. I can't remember what the third one is, but. It's like maybe it's a wage, the wage gap. I think it, it plays oh, on the wage in, gap. Yeah, income inequality. That's yeah. probably what it is. Yeah, so, it is. Uh, but the one is the prison population. But he says we're not the greatest country anymore. Yeah. And I honestly, like, as as much as I can tell, 
We probably aren't in a lot of ways. America is not at the top educationally in like a lot of different ways. It's not un-American or unpatriotic to admit that we're not the best anymore, right? It's. I think it is patriotic to 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 recognize it it and say let's fix it. Exactly, (laughs) we can be. We have the potential. We have three hundred million people. Yeah, who who traditionally you know, have have outperformed everybody else. Yeah. In manufacturing, in science and maths, in uh, yeah. in everything, in freedom and so on and so forth. And now we're kinda kicking that shit to the curb. We are. And we're raising multiple generations Fat of fucking, fucking idiots. pieces of shit. <laughs> Dude, yeah. here's the thing. We how long has it taken us to get to this level? Two hundred and fifty years how long has China been in existence? Oh, right. And, right. and China has a lot of their technology is based on things that Europeans and Americans did, you know, that figured out right, first. Right. You know what I mean? And China's figured some shit out first, too. I'm not, I'm oh, not yeah, like saying know, China uh, sucks, but. Like their abilities with, uh, you know, way back in the day with, you know, bows, crossbows, for example, uh, gunpowder. Yeah. Huge Fireworks. Discovery, yeah. You know. Fireworks were revolutionized I in mean, China. I mean, the Asiatic countries, by by many accounts, in, in many sectors, were uh, much more advanced than, you know, like Germanic tribes and uh, Anglo-Saxon yeah. people who came along later. And But you move into the modern day, and America did flourish, and America kind of whipped some ass. Yeah. Yep. Did really well, and we're so good at building weapons. Too. Yeah, I mean, That's we had the... you know cotton gin, for example. Okay, you know, I mean, yeah. just shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you know, just just random shit that was badass. Like we had, well, okay, he was, uh, you know, Tesla obviously was an American, but he came to America because that was the fucking place to be, you know. Yeah. And that's how we got radar, fluorescent bulbs, mm-hmm. you know, wireless communication. Dude was doing yeah. wireless communication in the early 1900s. Yeah. That's you when know. the radio uh, I mean, came about, you know, yeah. it was in the early 1900s. It's, well, you think that, like, Bluetooth and Wi-Fi are based off of the work that Tesla did. Yeah. You know, everybody uses Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. It's just a, a, someone compounded on his idea, you know. Just. Right, exactly. And it's just, it's, it's, it blows my mind that, that we went from a place where people want to go, like, yeah. I got to go there because these guys know what's up, to I hate America. Yeah. You know, and we're just tromping around all these countries. Yeah. Stomping their civilians, you know. Creating Like, terror. blowing shit up. <laughs> yeah, we're the fucking terrorists. <laughs> we're a lot creating terrorists. Not every case. We do a lot of no, but... charitable work, and that's nice, too. But in a lot of places, we just need to, to take our big-ass long noses out of is what we need how, to do. How need. can not every... I mean, a politicians not admitting that ISIS is our fault... Is is just ridiculous. Like, how yeah. can you not admit that? We went to Iraq. We took out the fucking power system. Yeah. And the power system that was pacifying ISIS at the time, or what yeah. would become ISIS. Like, right. I don't want to necessarily open that bag or that can well, of worms. It's, but it's not a can of worms. It's a, it's a very clear and concise timeline. That oh, I meant the ISIS since, can of worms. But well, yeah, I, that's a fucked up situation. Nobody disagrees it on is. that. Yeah. I mean, they're. I mean, they're cutting the heads off of children and women. It's yeah. fucked up. I mean, obviously something needs to be done. Yeah. Okay. But there's a very con- concise, clear timeline of our involvement in the Middle East, mm-hmm. which, um, yeah, our uh, our forefathers had, uh, you know, issues. 
uh, they resolved issues, they had treaties uh, with people from the Middle East, you know, I, Treaty of Tripoli, for example. Yeah. You yeah. know, these sorts of things. I mean, it, it obviously, they knew of each other. Yeah. You know, it's not like the world was so small then. Before the internet, yeah. Yeah. Well, but, we could fuck shit up back then, and it wasn't a yeah. big deal. Like, people with cell phones couldn't tape it in other countries and show right. it to the world, you know? But now there's a lot of eggshells to be if, if walked you look around. Since the 1950s, uh, we've been involved heavily, and most of the time, in the wrong way, we've been involved in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. uh, like in Iran, for example, the reason Iran is the way it is is because we overthrew two different shahs, and the people revolted because they got pissed at what we were doing. Yeah, you know. And then you know, fast forward a few years to you know late 70s, early 80s. Uh, the CIA is building Al Qaeda, yeah, to destabilize the Soviets during the Prusso-Afghanistani War. Yeah, yeah, we are involved in every aspect: oil, uh, yeah. you know, oh, trade. Yeah. That's a big one. We're involved in who's in power. I mean, we're trying to shape the Middle East. We've been trying to do it since the '50s, and we have failed at every turn. And the CIA call it blowback every time they do something and it goes wrong, and it goes, you know, it goes wrong for us. That's called blowback. Everything yeah. that's happened in the Middle East since the 50s has been blowback from things we've been doing. Yeah. And it's fucking terrible. It's like, you know, and people were like, oh, well, Ron Paul, he doesn't make any sense. And he's like, <laughs> well, he's talking about non-interventionist foreign policy. I yeah. think that'd be a great thing. Yeah. Because, okay, it might get worse for a little while, but then eventually they'll fucking leave us alone. And they'll figure it out yeah. themselves and not us <laughs> fucking with their, yeah, yeah. their whole way of life. Because, I mean, it's funny how the same party, uh, the Republican Party mm -hmm. and the conservatives, they, they have this, uh, this idea where they only want to get into the battles that we can win, it almost seems yeah, like. It's right. like, or they think we can they think win, we can win. at first, yeah. and then it's like, wait, this is way more complicated than you mm -hmm. understood at first. Uh, uh, like the the civil war we basically created in Iraq between the Sunnis and the Shias, they right. they they weren't at peace by any means when we went into Iraq. But yeah. they, I, I don't know, I I don't know. I've it's read a lot of things that said that they were not firebombing each other to the extent that they right. were after it's we went in. It's all exacerbated by the things that we do. Uh, it's like with Vietnam, for example. Vietnam was a civil war that had nothing to do uh, with with America. Was it the mm -hmm. Gulf of Tonkin incident? Is that what we used to get involved? Maybe so. I, um, I can't remember. I, yeah, it's a, the, a, a, like a naval carrier or something was fired upon. Yeah. Well, you know, it comes out later that that just never happened. It's, I mean, it's, it's actual government records do, that were declassified Yeah. that, that proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that <laughs> it was made up. We yeah. just used it to get involved. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I can't remember the guy that sat down uh, with one of the leaders, and, and, and the leader was angry, and he was like, you know, this is a civil war. You had no right to be here. You yeah. had no right. And I, you know, let's be honest. I mean, there were some terrible tragedies going on, uh, just like any war. But, yeah. you know, sometimes we need to know when it's none of our business, you know? Yeah. We need to look at the things that we can do uh that's, that's not going to be for any particular side, but to, to help people in general. Yeah. Like, uh, offer education. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. You know, we can offer... Build schools, man. Not yeah. just ones that we destroy, but build, you know, more schools. <laughs> build more like. of them, yeah. You know, we're, we're right now in, uh, in the Middle East, 
uh, we're paying so much for, for rebuilding these places that we fucking mm-hmm. blew up. So yeah. we pay a shit ton of money for the bombs to blow the fucking places up, and then we pay money to rebuild it. Why did we do that to begin with when we know... We could have just left it, and it would have been yeah. the same thing. Like, we know good and goddamn well that uh, what would have really helped everybody is fucking proper education. Yeah. Uh, is, is proper understanding of, uh, of, of you know, the world socioeconomic landscape, of uh, politics in general, yeah. of uh, the outside world. Of you know? evolution, which would ultimately break barriers for them and, yeah. and cause them to realize that, hey, maybe... This whole Muhammad Allah stuff is more figurative than I originally right. thought, and maybe, and if if like, you know, if even ten percent of the, of the people over there really embraced evolution, mm-hmm. it would be oh, the whole world would be different. It'd but be different one landscape. one point yeah. I wanted to make earlier was about conservatives mm. uh, that I actually temporarily forgot uh, was they are the first to claim. That the Confederate flag is about heritage, right. and that it's not about racism; it's yeah. about heritage. But heritage, heritage, heritage. But then they want to ruin other people's heritage right. abroad uh, in place of ours. It's it's like That's well, a very good point. weren't you screaming heritage about the yeah. 1850s Southerners? But then uh, when it comes to this uh, Islamic country that has survived like this for a long yeah. time, way longer than 1850, yeah. you want to blow it up and well, that's because change fat, everything. That's because fat white people heritage is more important. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they think, okay, man. Yeah, you know? I see it now. Yeah, yeah. That is way more. <laughs> well, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, no, it's... Yeah, it's a that's that's just a ridiculous thing to be, it and is. obviously the 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 liberal like you know the PC liberal. I don't agree with a lot of that shit, and I think that if we if we just stopped getting worried about words like faggot, then we could probably actually solve things like police brutality, right. and you know, because uh, words are words. George Carlin said it best right. uh, with his you know he just he tried his damnedest. To just take the fire out of words. He didn't, you know, I don't yeah. think any one person can do it, but everyone has to embrace this philosophy that fucking words are words and actions are actions. Well, that's like the thing to where when people pretend like white privilege isn't a thing, they're like, oh, yeah. well, you know, I had to work for everything I've got. And it's like, yeah, man, you do have. You have things. <laughs> like, do you not see that? <laughs> do you not get it? Like, you have things and you're white. Yeah, there's a lot of black people who don't have things because people hold them down. Like it's really yeah. obvious. Yeah. Like when you step out and like you know me being a you know late twenties white guy, um, it makes me complicit in the problem because I me benefit too. from it, and yeah. that's fucked up. I don't, I don't want to benefit from from that because yeah. I think it's a fucked up system. But that's the way the system's built, and it's it's a system that's built in such a way. That it's going to perpetuate itself by oh, you not it doing anything. Yeah. You don't have to do anything, and and the system just keeps going. Mm-hmm. That's where we're at. People. That's what people don't get. They're like, "Well, I had to work hard. I came from a poor family. Yeah, I did too, man." But you know, the thing is, when uh, me and my black neighbor, who is we are identical in every way, our interests, um, the 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 people we like to spend time with. Uh, you know, the television shows that we watch, the music we listen to, whatever, they, they don't realize that I just have a better chance of getting hired because I'm white. And yeah. that's fucked up. That's wrong, man. It's yeah. wrong. Just like there's a, a higher chance that I'm going to get paid more money than a woman. 
that's fucked up and wrong too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, actually, I don't know if you've seen this. That's uh, the wage better. gap has better. been uh, well, uh, as far as like a lot of people, even Obama, I think. In one of his State of the Union addresses, I can't remember if it was last year or the year before, but he said that the he he rehashed uh, that twenty three percent thing. And actually, I've I've read and I've read articles about it, and mm. turns out that that's actually the twenty three percent is a uh, quite an exaggeration. Oh, it's yeah. more like seven percent, right. which is not that much of a difference. But I mean, it's still a difference. It's well, still, for an individual, it can be a huge difference. And there are a few you know? things that can account for why women don't get paid more. Mm. Um, I like to look at it like you know, with either black people or women or a lot of minorities. Uh, it's just. It, white men have had this head start mm-hmm. that, that black people just didn't have. And I, yeah. I have conservative co-workers that I get in arguments with, yeah. and they're like, why are all these black people on welfare? Well, it turns out there's more white people on welfare. Yeah. It, going just strictly by numbers of people, there are way more white people on welfare, but turns out there are way more white people. So black people like make up, I think, like 12%, po- yeah. and white people make up like 70-something, yeah. yeah. And so it, it turns out that the, by population numbers... Black people, there are more black people on welfare than white people like compared to their own yeah. uh, populations, but right. there are more white people on, on. So it's kind of this weird, like, kind of you put well, your hands up, you know, and like, you know, you I don't even consider, know. Though, if you look at the situation like this, like, you know, rich people were basically born to rich people. Yeah. And poor people oh, most are wealth usually is inherited born to That's wealth for people. Sure. And, and uh, you know, if you, if you think about it, uh, even though we do have the most upward mobility, like out of any country in the world, people have a better chance of, mm-hmm. of changing their socioeconomic class. Um, it still doesn't matter because you're in a situation where the vast majority of people that yeah. are rich have rich children, and those rich children have rich children because they pass down their money. And then, you know, when a poor person dies, what do they give to their child? Debt. Yeah. I mean, and, and when you look at it like this, uh, whenever uh, African Americans uh, were freed, and uh, you know, and of course at that time, uh, the majority of them were you know just Americans. They, they didn't come from Africa yeah. at that point. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, but they were ancestors, but not right. You know, yeah. Uh, but you know, the the black Americans at that time that were freed, uh, I mean, they were basically pretty quickly shoved into ghettos. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, and, oh, yeah. and they were segregated for, you know, up until, effectively, until the 60s. Well, effectively still. But yeah. by law, up until, you know, the social revolution, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. like, and, but, you know, those people are stuck in those areas. Well, they don't have anything to inherit, and they, they stay that way. And that's that's yeah. that's what people don't see, is that, you know, you and I weren't pushed into that situation. Our ancestors weren't pushed into that situation. Because even the, the poor white slaves and indentured servants that came over to America, uh, when, when they were uh, with the African uh, Americans, uh, you know, banding together to kind of overthrow the wealthy white landowners, yeah. the white landowners were basically like, hey, white people, let me tell you what, I'll give you your own little house. And you'll just tell these people what to do. And they fucking just flipped on a dime, you know, and they were like, oh, okay, well, yeah. I guess color's the common, you yeah. know, common denominator here, yeah. so fuck you guys. Yeah. 
And it's like, holy shit. I own shit. you now. Yeah, and, and it's like, what? The owned becomes the owner. Yeah, it was terrible, you know? And it's one of the worst... I mean, for for getting nefarious ends, it was genius on their, on yeah. their end. You know, because you give somebody just a little bit, and they become totally Forty acres and a mule, right? To all the evil shit that you're doing, you yeah. know? And... You know, oh, actually, yeah, back in Forty Acres. That translate you know? that translates I mean, actually to uh, to Bush giving uh, what three hundred dollars to everyone, to every person, yeah, whatever he got. Yeah, in the and he's just yeah. everybody gets three hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, David Here's Cross does a great bit yeah. about that. He's like, wait, so you're telling me you can roll back any uh, civil rights or anything you want to, but I still get my three hundred dollars? I'm gonna get me a hammock. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a great a great bit because I mean a lot of Middle America thought that way. Mm-hmm. Everyone who lives in you know fucking Cleveland or wherever like yeah. that just white people who never see well I guess in Cleveland maybe but in the in these little towns like Owensboro yeah. and Evansville around here it's like we don't see that as much. Like there's I, there's the old Owensboro adage about uh, Fifth Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fifth Street is the the ghetto in Owensboro, but really there's black people everywhere in Owensboro. There's yeah. just not as many of them as white people because right. it's fucking Kentucky. Yeah. So, but yeah. uh, <clears throat> anyway, we got to end this pretty soon. We're going to meet about these videos. So, uh, I wanted to bring it back to the videos. Uh, a lot of these things that we're we're talking about right now, not necessarily the big picture stuff, but the little issues here and there. I'm sure we're gonna uh, joke about on the on the videos. That's gonna be part of the the banter uh, mm-hmm. that we have the dialogue. So what? What do you, uh, I don't know, you've been spending some, some cash on some uh, lenses and stuff for mm-hmm. us. So, yeah. or, and for yourself, really, because you're yeah. going to end up with them. I've always but, wanted uh, it. It's just the best. It's just a good I've excuse. So kind of yeah. like the U.S. using, uh, <laughs> using different excuses <laughs> to get to that oil, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, no, but it's funny how things play out in that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, that on a small scale, it's very harmless, you yeah. buying lenses. But on a big scale... Us using one tragedy to, uh, ex- you know, uh, explain why we got involved in another yeah. is... Uh, but anyway, what are you trying to get out of these videos personally, just for yourself? Like, what... Uh, just kind of wanted to reflect on that, I guess. Like, um, That's actually... I don't know if you meant for it to be this deep of a question. Uh, but I have a pretty heavy fear of death. Oh, okay. And um, I realize that life is finite. And that eventually I'm going to die. And it yep. could be next week or yeah. 70 years from now. Um, but basically, uh, I want to do a lot of different things and, and, and be creative and, and try fun shit that I've yeah. always wanted to try, which is why I started rock climbing. I'm, I'm definitely okay. afraid of heights. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind but. of a goofy thing to do when you're afraid of heights. But it's been helping me with that, you know? And I've always wanted to, you know, get into videography and, you know, get a nice camera. I got a nice camera and I like it, you know, and I'm getting all these. Yeah. You had that before we started even, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I bought it because I was like, fuck it. I want to buy a camera. I've always wanted a nice camera. What do you camera. do? Just take videos so, of your dog and stuff yeah. so far? Like, yeah, pretty much. Pretty just, much. Yeah, yeah, I would. If yeah. I had a camera, if I bought a new camera, one of the yeah. first things I would tape is my dog. I don't know why, just a. Uh, that might be like an American thing. Um, like, yeah, I've, we, I've got... We got our pets, and we... You know what I mean? <laughs> I've got dozens of pictures of him. So, like dozens. So, so okay. Uh, here's one... Uh, one uh, Another devil's advocate question. Sure. Uh, <coughs> so, you have a, you have a dog, uh, mm-hmm. Leonidas. 
He's pretty awesome. I've right. met him a couple times now. Met, which is kind of a weird word for an animal. No, but no, you met him. That's he's even part of a part a, of that barrier between yeah. humans and animals. He's that an individual. Yeah. You think we should get through, or I think too, yeah. uh, especially for animals with such personality. Like yeah. anyone can see that. Like anyone right. can see that a dog is just trying to please you and is just trying right. to, you know, be a part of this like family, if you will, you know. Yeah. So what are you? Uh, a lot of farmers, I feel like, have have almost a pet type uh, relationship with their animals mm-hmm. that they will eventually send to slaughter. Yes. But what? Uh, how do you? I'm sure there are some people out there who even disagree with having pets. Uh, th- there are. Uh, and, uh, is there a name for those kind of people? Uh, I don't know if there's a name for it, but they disagree with the term pet ownership. Okay. Um, are you one of those people, or do you? Well, uh, I think it's. I weird. don't necessarily mean I, ownership I, when I, you I, have a pet, but well, I, I catch myself saying, you know, like, uh, you know, we own the dog, and I'm like, well, no, we don't. He's living with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, by by all accounts, I mean he is a part of our family, and you know, that's the thing is that. Uh, a friend of mine had way too many dogs. You know, they had a litter of dogs, and yeah. um, they couldn't take care of all of, of them. So we, you know, took him in. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, basically, he just, I mean, he does have to follow our rules. Yeah. You know, but, you know, and even that I kind of feel bad for because it's yeah. like, you know, he just wants to run around and go do chew his, on shit. Do his natural thing, like yeah, what, yeah. what dogs are supposed and, to do. But, know. you know, the thing is, like, you know, he's born into a life he didn't ask for, and we're doing our best to provide him with one that he's going to enjoy. Well, we can't just let him out the door to go run off because he's, you know, get run over. get run over, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, yeah, I, I don't really feel like I'm a pet owner. I feel like I'm a... Friend of a dog. Happy life facilitator. Yeah, okay. There we go. <laughs> I like that. I like that, though. That's... Yeah. It, it does feel weird to me too when I mm. think about it. Like my girlfriend has a Shih Tzu, and yeah. I have a, a, a kind of a mutt, but she's mostly uh, Schnauzer. And uh, it does it. It's almost like you're you're friends with them. Yeah. It's not you can't talk to them. They can't conversate with you. Right. But you can talk to them. But and I do. But <laughs> you can't. They they can't talk to you back. But that that doesn't mean you have to treat them disrespectfully. Right. And I I think that that's the core of of probably your vegan beliefs or at least if i were to become uh, a vegan that would be at the core of my understanding um, of it like partly yeah i think that that the disconnect and i don't think it's anything more complicated than just a disconnect people yeah. feel disconnected from animals and i think that you know people have often said well that's the difference between man and beast you know yeah. like we separate ourselves on purpose and, uh, you know, like I was saying earlier, with empathy, that's where morality comes from. Yeah. The ability to put yourself in somebody else's shoes, well, I wouldn't want that done to me. The simplest way you can explain it is the golden rule, you know? Yeah. Do unto others as they would do unto you. And, uh, but, you know, when, when people have realized, you know, now that we're in countries and these sorts of things, and, and those barriers are falling too, uh, the next logical step is to realize that all sentient beings, there's no difference. No, yeah. no, no life is worth more than another. Uh, simply because you're more intelligent or stronger yeah. or more fit or whatever. There's, you know, when you look at uh, a chicken and a turkey, which life intrinsically has more value? Neither one of them intrinsically has more value. Yeah, they're and if you, so close. Yeah, yeah. And if you look at a dog and a pig, for example, uh, which one intrinsically has more value? To me, there is no difference yeah. between the two animals. 
Well, that's and a weird. That's a weird conundrum you get in because right. the pig is technically more intelligent. It is than the dog, yeah. but the dog is more social. So the yeah. dog shows you well, that it's. Th- it's not necessarily that they're more social. Um, pigs are more are animated, social. maybe. They're, they're very social it. animals as well. They are. Um, I, I know there's people with pigs as pets or as you yeah. know they, uh, co co. Habitating with pets. Mm. I don't know how to yeah. <laughs> cohabitating with pigs. Yeah. Uh, no, but the uh, I've seen that pot-bellied pigs and stuff, little yeah. furry pigs. Uh, that's a that's a weird thing you get into there because pigs have bacon on them, and yeah. so Americans are inherently going to be like, well, they should be out in the farm yeah. making making bacon. Well, that, see, that's the thing is that they because of what. They want because of like, let's say I'm a meat eater because yeah. of my wants. I will say, well, that pig intrinsically has less value. Yeah, you know, the, his only value is food, because that's the disconnect. It's yeah. something that you want, which is its flesh, which sounds just gross. It anyway, does, yeah. You know, or to to drink the liquids that it makes in its udders. Yeah, and its breasts. You know, you don't yeah. drink your wife's breast milk. No, that's I mean, for the baby. some people are yeah. into that or whatever. But uh, you know, and yeah, but but I that's mean, for the baby. That's the milk yeah. is is inherently just just to be for that organism's babies. Yeah, that's all absolutely. it's supposed to be. That organism's uh, offspring. That's what it's supposed to be. But uh, yeah. we've taken it upon ourselves to drink cow milk and uh, camel yeah. milk. Even now is is uh, pretty hitting a stride in uh, in the Middle East. And, Actually, you know. camel milk is supposedly a lot more nutritious than um, cow milk. Well, uh, it doesn't. It's not as fatty. I know that. Know, that's well. That's the thing is that like, uh, cow's milk is not healthy for people. It's I don't, generally I don't care it's not what they say. I, I guess the calcium is is how they've pushed that agenda. Right. That yeah. which I, I would assume that yeah okay well, you, you do get, get the calcium from the milk. You can get but, calcium in greens. Yeah, there's a uh, lot of yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get calcium fortified uh, cashew <laughs> milk. Really? Yeah. Mushroom milk. Ca- cashew milk. Cashew yeah. milk. Oh, I thought. And uh, yeah, mushroom milk. What the fuck that'd is be, that? That'd yeah. be weird as shit. Just grind up <laughs> mushrooms. All right. Well, we have to make this meeting. So uh, this this podcast is gonna have to come to an end. But uh, we're gonna make these videos right now. They're Kosher Carl and Pure Pete, and I'm sure they're gonna be up on YouTube. Uh, if you follow me at at JT Astronaut on Twitter, you can. Uh, follow that whole train of videos because we're hoping to do a few of them in the first run and uh, we surely are since Nate is spending so much money on this awesome equipment <laughs> we have to take advantage of to. it <laughs> and I'm gonna get a I'm actually gonna get an audio recorder for the for the sound and I have a the mic that I'm talking into right now is gonna be our boom mic at least for the first couple episodes so uh Check that stuff out. If you happen to be listening to this, I'm sure if you liked this, you will probably like those videos and my Twitter account, actually. So, uh, and I know Nate's on Facebook. I don't know if he wants to put that out there or anything, but... I'm a private person. Anyway, he doesn't, <laughs> so uh, don't try to find him. I'm sure there are too many Nate Haynes for you to figure it out. Yeah, fuck off, asshole. But anyway, <laughs> all right, well, this has been the Tri-State Space Program. I'm Jake the Astronaut. You, uh, you have yourself a good day.